There was a kid on our team. I remember to this day in high school, there was a kid on our team could run like a dog. We would bear crawl and he would just be like, he would be able to on all fours, like gallop. Like it was, (laughs) it it was so strange. Like I've never seen anybody else do that. Like even the kids that were really athletic, you wouldn't see like that. Like he was able to just like run on all fours. Maybe he had like anthropy. Maybe. Yeah. He might've been a werewolf. Yeah. (laughs) Werewolf in disguise. I maybe, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing today, but I, I doubt he could still do it. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. That might be his thing now. Teaching people how to do that or just sideshow circus for, Oh uh, yeah, there either that or you know, like he's on the sex pages. Like <laughs> <laughs> you immediately you went to say the who's looking pages? for the werewolf to have sex with? I can be that guy. <laughs> like, he's on the sex. Pa- what are the sex pages? Is that <laughs> like, just like, porn, or are you talking like no, no, he's like, in like the classified sex? Yeah, like pages. the classified like, section of the city paper. I think Craigslist. Where you would go? Yeah, Craigslist. There you go, <laughs> man. The city paper is not the place to find love. Not that kind of love. Especially. I don't think people are looking for that in their own city paper. I mean, I do feel like people put some weird Any shit love. in the let, classifieds, let me... so like maybe there's a werewolf man looking for love out there somewhere. I don't know. I mean, if you're using the city paper for real for love, I mean, good for you for going out there like that. But I mean, I imagine there's a very, very small percentage of people that just don't use the internet or have access to a computer. Yeah. So yeah. paper is the way to go. Plus, the city paper's free. You're just walking down the street. You're like, oh, the city paper. You flip it open. You're like, hot damn, I'm circling that one. Go home and <laughs> use your landline and go over and give that a ring. <laughs> Rotary <Use> phone. <laughs> you have a collect call from... <laughs> Werewolf, man. <laughs> uh, well, that took a turn. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bright Guy and Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is the Tattooing Sandman, Andy Stoles. What's up, podcast people? And next up, he thinks Elden Ring is really wizard, Mike Bradley. You know, I had not thought of saying it that way yet, but <laughs> I feel like that's just a perfect way of saying it. Thank yeah, you. I had to give you both, like right, Elden Ring reference and a Star Wars reference all in one. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Alright, so I'll be honest, we weren't really going to do an episode this week. The original plan was to hopefully get together and talk about the Batman, uh, but this week didn't work scheduling-wise, so we were like, oh, we'll just we'll delay it, we'll do next week. And then, of course, Disney had a surprise with the first trailer for Obi-Wan series, so here we are! So, uh, sort of just like we did with uh, one of the Fantastic Beast trailers, we decided to get together for hopefully a short episode, just on the trailer. But it's Star Wars, so you know what we think could be a half hour could very well turn into three. Uh, we'll see what happens. For the record, a half hour is the aim here, so we'll see where we go when we when we wrap up. That's a lot of big talk before we deliver. I know, right? I'm, I'm yeah. setting the bar, setting some promises. We'll see if we live up to them by the end of this episode. Come on, guys. We're already wasting time. <laughs> uh, all right, so getting into it. Uh, Disney had, had a shareholders meeting yesterday 
During the call, they finally officially revealed the teaser trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is being labeled as a limited series. So I'm guessing we are only going to get one season of this show, one and done. Um, it will drop on Disney Plus May 25th, which marks the 45th anniversary of the original Star Wars movie. Uh, trailer itself got me pretty hyped. I'm just kind of excited to talk about it. We're not planning on doing any scene deconstructions like we've done to other trailers before. This is more just a general sense of what we thought, maybe theories for the show, and kind of go from there. Um, I'm going to throw out a spoiler warning just to sort of cover our ass in case we go down that road. Uh, but I think we also have to be careful because I think one of the things we'd want to talk spoilers about that probably has to tie into this show and namely the trailer is Star Wars Rebels. But Andy hasn't finished all of it, so we have to be careful for Andy's sake on what we're what? talking about and what, what? we're not. <laughs> I think also maybe Fallen Order, which Andy hasn't finished. True, yes. Yeah. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. So, uh, yeah, so either way, we'll, we'll I'll throw out the spoiler warning for possible spoilers for other Star Wars related content. Uh, you have been warned, Andy especially. We'll see where we go from here. <laughs> Just tell me earmuffs. I'll take it. <laughs> wee-oo, wee-oo. Spoiler! Wee-oo, wee-oo. Spoiler! You know, something like that. All right, so spoiler warnings out of the way in case we get on that way. Uh, again, just, Andy, I know we've talked about it before. For Star Wars Rebels, how far did you get? You were at the end of Season 2, I think? I believe it was the end of Season 2. The last thing that I recall was Vader versus Ahsoka with the... Sith Temple, Jedi Temple, falling on top of them. Yeah, Sith Temple. Yeah, yeah. That is um, the end of season two. Correct. Yes. Okay. All right. So we can cover some stuff there then, because I think one of the characters we see in the trailer is from season one of Rebels. Oh yeah, the Inquisitor. The yeah, the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, the one right, with the, it, the the spinny circle lightsaber blade thing. Yeah. Well, I think all the Inquisitors have that, don't they? They all seem to have is that, that. Like that an weapon. Inquisitor. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's just a thing they all have. Which was my question was. Is this the Grand Inquisitor? I believe it is. I think they cast... It's it's weird because, again, it's not Jason Isaacs, and he looks a little bit different in live action, but the armor and the paint the, the paint on the face, I think, is very much the Grand Inquisitor. Okay. He, he looked I mean, a little it, off, but I think that might just be because of the animation style that they went with on Rebels. It, yeah. Everything was like, almost like... Exaggerated. Yeah. 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 So, which is interesting for anyone that's watched season one of Rebels. It's like we know what happens to that guy. What happens? And, oh, <laughs> do you not it remember? Happens in season one. <laughs> you have watched this. <laughs> no, so I it's remember. like, yeah. But like, we know that this guy. Yeah. You know, certain things that are going to happen in the show. He either has to get called away or something because we see him later. Like, right. I, so I don't know. Well, it's. Looking at the trailer, seeing certain people in it, it's like, okay, I recognize you, but I see you later. And then, you know, another person, I recognize you, but I'll see you later. Some of it just, I don't know, story-wise, just kind of pulls me out of it already, because I'm like, where's the tension? Because I know the fate of half of these people already. So was that the ninth sister that we that we see there? Was that who that was? I don't know, because she had a, she has a mask on, right, when we see her later. No, 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 no. she's the second sister. Okay, when you're shit. thinking of from Fallen Order, like the basically final boss of Fallen Order, uh, okay. is the second sister. Oh, uh, right. The ninth, the ninth sister is an earlier boss battle in the game. Right. It, yeah, maybe it could be. I don't. I'm I'm too afraid to look at the cast list for fear of other spoilers. So I haven't seen yeah, who, what that... characters are confirmed. Okay. Um. But anyway, it just looks like that. Like yeah. The character looks the same as the ninth sister, but just. And that's just kind of fun to me because Live action. talking to some people, like even just at work, 
that watched the trailer but hadn't watched any of the animated stuff, when they see the Inquisitors, they're like, who the hell are these people? And I'm like, you have no idea. Like, you need to watch some <laughs> shit because... And I don't know if this is... You have homework, sir. Yeah. Uh, you know, more to the point, Andy, I think, you know, in the next two months, you should do some Rebels homework. See if you can get Definitely. through it between the last two seasons between okay, now and then. It's four, correct? Four seasons, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't actually know how much the back half is going to play in here, but just in case. Right. I mean, I think there's one thing in particular that could also happen in this series that we might get a live action version of that we It's probably been rumored seen. for a while, so we'll see. I've heard probably the thing that happens is Demol versus Obi-Wan again. That is resolved in Rebels. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah. And are we going to get that in live action again? I would think if they did it in animated form that there's no reason to do it again in live action. I think just getting it to the wider audience that doesn't watch the animated stuff. But I also think it goes the other way. If there's one thing I could say, it was perfect. Yeah. But I also think it would go the other way where once people realize that's the only place you have to watch it, it might push people to the show. Which is, I think, what they would probably want to do, too. I think there's a lot of Star Wars fans that are from an older generation that are just not going to go back and watch an anime. I get that. Well, that's their their own problem, that they need to get over that and watch good (laughs) Star Wars regardless of where it is. I will hype that for anybody listening. (laughs) I will, too. But I think they may want to get that particular moment to those fans as well. And honestly, when back when Obi-Wan Kenobi was meant to be a movie... I assumed that is what the movie would be. Would be Darth Maul realizing Obi-Wan's still alive, he's on tattooing, and we would get the culmination of that resolved in the movie. And then you watch Rebels, it happens there, and now it's like, okay, well now they're doing a series, so what what the hell's the story now? Because what I thought was going to be the main hook is already done. So, Which is also confusing because of what happens in Rebels leading up to that. Which we're not going to talk about. I'm not going to get into why. But yeah. it is confusing as to... Like, if the Inquisitors find information, it kind of makes me, like... Wait. You know I mean? Like, it... I think it fucks with the canon a little bit if they find information about Kenobi. So, well, yeah, this is... Yeah. And I don't know who that would get back to. Because... I feel like I might just spiral into theories and stuff now, but Hayden Christensen is confirmed as a cast member. The rumor is that there, you know, people hyping up the show, people involved in the show have talked about some sort of rematch between Obi-Wan Kenobi and well, between Ewan and Hayden. They're not even, I don't know if they've actually said Obi-Wan and Vader. Right. So, which to your point, I don't know what that does to the timeline. If Vader and Obi-Wan face off in this show, before they face off in episode four. My honest hope is for flashbacks. That uh, that would be a way to route. cover it, yeah. Because if Vader finds Obi-Wan before the events of A New Hope, what the fuck? Half of yeah, the conversation it, that they have there is it, nullified. It, it throws yeah. the whole... Every, it throws everything off. Everything is out of whack at that point. Yeah. Exactly. And to me, that's, like, I just, I'm hoping it's flashbacks. I'm hoping maybe we get a Clone Wars armored 
Ewan McGregor, Clone Wars styled Anakin and Ahsoka popping up all together in live action. I would love that. Because honestly, that's one of my favorite versions of Obi-Wan. Is the Clone Wars, like, that armor he wears that's, like, Jedi, but also, like, clone trooper, like, the mixed armor. Yeah. I fucking love that look. So, it would be really neat to see if they yeah. go Yeah, flashbacks I think would be awesome. I Just to see those two, like, Hayden and Ewan, especially, just in the era of the Clone Wars cartoon, doing something in live action. Something that yeah. I never thought I'd see. Um... All right, so just with the trailer, Andy, was there anything in the trailer that stuck out to you or anything that you liked Actually, didn't like? Yeah, the the I, I really liked it, and it was the first the first score that you hear is actually the Battle of the Heroes, except super slowed down. And yeah. I really fucking dug it. It's like somber. It's it gives the era yeah, of defeat. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really cool. And then and then as you sort of see a few scenes, it just sort of like Hops right into dual fates, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> I even looked over at Jess, and I'm like, dual fates, dual fates, and she's like, what? <laughs> that music still <laughs> slaps. And, then- <laughs> and, and I think that highlights something that came out about the series recently was that John Williams is actually scoring the series. Oh, nice. I thought he was doing the theme and not the whole series. Oh, I didn't read further. I thought I, I just saw they signed John, like they got John Williams to do music for it. I assumed it was the whole thing. I think I, th- I thought it was like he did with theme, Solo, where he does the theme that. for Solo, but not the whole score. I, th- I thought it was that. one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Any any more John Williams Star Wars music is fine with me. Right. Um, that in Duel of the Fates popping up instantly to me, I was like, oh god, what are they going to do with Maul? Because that. Duel of the Fates just rings out Maul to me. Like, I associate that with the, you know, the Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and Maul scene. Yeah. Primarily in my head, so... So you brought up Qui-Gon Jinn, and I'm wondering if we don't get a Force Ghost Liam Neeson. (laughs) I am so hoping for that. That would be so badass. I have not seen him on a confirmed cast list anyway, like, just like cast announcements, like, hey... But but you're not looking for it either. Correct, correct. But I mean, like, <laughs> but like casting announcements that are officially announced. You know, if if someone said, "Hey, Liam Neeson," like if it was hitting the trades as Liam Neeson is back in Obi Wan Kenobi, that I would see. I'm not going to go looking for the cast list, but the headlines I'd probably see. They uh, they might have this hush uh, hush. Which yeah, uh, yeah, I feel like they would I'm, keep that secret. Yeah, I I think that is a surprise worthy of saving it for the show. So I'd love to see that just pop up. I'm totally here for it. Yeah, that would be super BA. Um, anything else stand out for you for the trailer? I, I like even just actually going back to the music. I they hit like all the great prequel themes in this one trailer. Did they, it opens did they with the... Battle of the Heroes. You get Duel of the Fates. It ends with Anakin's Dark Deeds, which is another fucking awesome song. I, yeah, there there is one that they couldn't have hit that wouldn't have made sense that love I personally theme. love. Yeah, well that that one's good too. But my, I was gonna say the droid invasion. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's is another one that it wouldn't make sense here. Yeah, cuz all the droids are gone. But I I love that one from the prequels. That's yeah. one of my favorites. I can't wait for like this show to come out and then suddenly everyone's raving about the prequels. Like you know it's they're so, going to turn it around and be like, "Oh my god, Hayden was the best and like, you know, like all this crap about all the hate that these movies got back then." Again, I to be fair about the prequels. You know, I have to be transparent i have never had the hate for phantom menace or revenge of the sith revenge of the sith i don't think ever was hated 
Yeah. I, you I, know, there's a couple of lines in it that are kind of stale, but I don't think there's much hate for that. It's been one of my favorites the whole time. Yeah. Phantom Menace also has been. It's Attack of the Clones that really drags that trilogy down. Um, but, I, you know, like, I, I grew up as a teenager with those movies. And I have probably watched those three more than any of the others. Really? Okay. If I had to guess. Just because yeah. it was one of those things, like, I, I had access to them. And I, you know, they were some of the first movies I ever had on DVD. Yeah. And I didn't have to rewind, and it was great. That's right. Phantom <laughs> Menace was no. the first one to hit DVD. Yeah. It hit before any other Star Wars movies. I do remember that. And and with the other ones, you know, I mean, I had parents at the time where it was like, oh, I want to get these ones on DVD. And it was like, no, you have that original trilogy on VHS. You're not <laughs> getting another version of it. Ah. You know, like, you just, you fight with your parents over shit like that when you don't have any money for yourself, of course, because, <laughs> you know, you're a kid. It became something where I would just rewatch them. You know, like, it was that kind of thing. And they have a, a, you know, a place in my heart, even though I recognize their failures. I recognize their problems, but they still have that special place. Yeah. Just like the original trilogy and just like the sequel trilogy, but I guess that prequel trilogy just has that different aspect to it where i was alive when this happened yeah you know so it's it's a little bit different um any anything stand out to you anything else you want to touch on i i also thought it was a like i i guess i always just assumed that when he takes luke to uncle owen and aunt beru that he is literally a hermit after that on tatooine doesn't leave squirrels himself away and in this trailer we see him Presumably on other planets. Yeah. So th that was a little bit of a shock, and I'm sort of curious how they're going to, like, tether him, more or less, to a shack outside of Tatooine. So that was my thought, too, is, like, what... Because they even... They, they promoted it this way. Like, oh, it's, you know, Obi-Wan's going to go some places. He's got missions of his own to do. And it's like, I thought he had one mission, and it was on Tatooine. Like, what else could he be doing? And I guess my thought process was always... Okay, he's protecting Luke because eventually someone's going to find out who Luke is and try to go after Luke, and Obi-Wan has to protect him. But I think the trailer spins it another the, the opposite way, which I didn't really think of, was that people are getting close to Luke because they're finding clues to Obi-Wan. Mm -hmm. So in order to lead, leave people away from Luke, he has to go somewhere else to make the trail follow him off-world. And it, he may also need to check on Leia, because as far as we know, he she's just left with Bail Organa. Yeah. And, I mean, no offense to Bail Organa, but he's he's not a Jedi. He's just <laughs> he's just a dude, you know, like. But he seems like a really well-to-do dude, so <laughs> I think I think she's probably well, gonna be okay. surrounded by her honor guard the whole time. Yeah, she's got. She's well, a I get that, but it's also like. like Oh, no, I, I, like, I get that, but it's also, like, he's just, um, like, he's not anything exceptional beyond that, though. Like, he doesn't... But he can, you he know, can like, afford... Just checking up on her. He can afford I, some exceptionality there. I, right, I, I just mean just some checking up. You know what I mean? Maybe not, like, intervening. Just checking up from afar. 
Does that make sense? So like maybe we maybe we see interaction with Bale, but not directly with Leia. Oh, okay, like maybe he talks to Bale, like he goes to meet Bale somewhere and discuss how's Leia doing, like what's happening, blah blah blah. Well, know? the other thing I'd worry, well, just picking up the story thread of like, hey, Obi Wan's leaving a trail that people are following. If he's in constant contact with Bale, I feel like that would lead the trail to Bale. It's probably not something I he don't would mean constant do. contact. I just mean like a uh, contact. Okay, maybe or you know maybe so, like something a, like a hollow hologram conversation with yeah, FaceTime. Yeah. Space FaceTime. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what do you think of the trailer? Anything stand out to you? Um, again, we talked about the music, but particularly, um, see, this is where I don't want to. I guess you guys talked about the book of Boba Fett already. Yes. And I, I, I mean, I am interested to see whether or not Cal Kestis shows up here. Oh yeah. Um, you know, we see hints in the book of Boba Fett that he might be somewhere around Tatooine or was. Is it just because of the droid? Yeah. I, I, my immediate thought was, oh, it's that guy's droid. But then you start thinking like, there's a bunch of droids in the world that look the same. There's She calls it BD. Yeah. It's a BD type droid. Just like R2 is an R2 unit. Um, yeah, yeah, but. I don't. I don't, I don't think don't it's know. the like, one you're thinking of. I think it's a model just like that one, but I don't think it's his. See, I I took it as the impression that it was his, but I still think, given the scenario that we're seeing, the relation to you know the sisters and the inquisitors and whatnot that we're seeing in the trailer. Well, what was the what was the timeline for Fallen Order? I don't remember. Fallen Order was like almost immediately after Order following. Yeah, like it was. So it's before this, okay? It would have started like ten years after Revenge of the Sith. So it's at the midway point between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, somewhere in there. They put it that far out. That's surprising. That's that's what I thought I heard was ten years. Okay, but that still leaves the door open. Yeah. Um, and I think like that little introduction of of a BD unit that we have never seen in live action anywhere until then I think gives us I guess some interest as to whether or not we see Cal it'll be interesting because like and they're gonna want to promo the second game and they're gonna like 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 there's well it's like reasons why they might include his presence something like even with Boba Fett like I would have thought okay we're gonna get a show based on this character it's gonna follow pretty closely to this character and then you know we get straight up Mandalorian episodes in Boba Fett so yeah this is an Obi-Wan show. I'm I kind of want to say it's just going to focus on Obi-Wan and we're not going to get that many Easter egg side character things like that. <laughs> but I, you know, they've done it before, so I don't know. <laughs> yep. But the fact that this is liter- literally labeled as a limited series, which means I don't know how much Obi-Wan we're going to get, how much how much you and Obi-Wan we're going to get after this. So if this is a one and done series for him and this is him hanging up the cloak after this and done yeah. done with the role. I, I don't think they'd want to distract us with too much other stuff. I think it's really going to be an Obi-Wan-centric show. Okay. I, I I hope that's the case. Like, I really do want it to be that. I want as much as we can get out of Ewan before he decides to be done with it. Um, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I, ideally, he gets a taste of it and be like, yeah, you want to be more Obi-Wan? I'm game. Let's do it. Let's do it some more. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see some live action 
like Clone Wars stuff yeah. pop up just for the hell of it. Yeah. Like I know they're they're older and it wouldn't look right. I don't care. Just do it. I mean, they've done Luke, you know, deep fake stuff. So I th- I really think anything's possible right now. If they want to de-age anybody, just throw them in there and fix so their face. Th- I guess that's a question I have. Is Mark Hamill actually there acting that out or no. is that just pure like there's no like it's just his voice. He he <laughs> I think we talked about this when we recorded. He is credited as the actor in that episode. I don't think he had anything to do with that episode. They used his likeness and a recording of his voice, and they have to credit him. I don't think he had anything to do with those episodes. You I don't think, think they he, just imitated the voice? I don't even think they re-recorded, like, like, I don't think he recorded new lines. I think, from what I read, was that they have some sort of tech where they they have enough recorded dialogue from Mark Hamill that they can basically make him say whatever the fuck they want to now. <laughs> wow. That's creepy. But he probably yeah. still had to get paid. <laughs> he, yeah, I'm sure he signed likeness. off on like, yeah, it's cool to use my likeness. But is you know, knowing George Lucas and the way he merchandises shit, is that a contract that Mark Hamill signed in the 70s that is still good today? Or like he signed away his likeness for toys. So does that contract yeah. continue? Does that spill over into other live action stuff and other Star Wars content, or is it just merchandising stuff? Like I, I don't know where the, where the line ends there, but. That's all too confusing. Yeah. But I think it'll be interesting here. I guess my other take from the trailer is they give us a peek at what Luke looks like. Yeah. As a kid. We get like you don't really get to see C, but you get a peek. It like pod racing. Him like yeah, like yeah. And I'm like, I you know, pod racing, I am up for some more pod racing. Oh yeah. <laughs> if we can get to yeah. see that again, I'm hundred percent in for that. That'll be amazing. Yeah. It's the um, one thing that's awesome from the episode one that has not been replayed anywhere other than video games. Like, they've done it in video games, but... Even you, then, it was video games, like, at the time. Yeah. Have they, have they redone it, like, in video games recently? No. No. Yeah. I, I, and I would love that, too. Yeah. But that's a, that's a niche crowd. That's that's There's not many people. <laughs> I don't think that would sell as well as it maybe did then. I don't know that it sold well, sold well then. But. So here's a question for you guys, and just... I, I feel like they're they're promoting images this way, but I'm I'm not sure how much we'll see of it or if it happens. But on record, do you think Obi Wan's going to use his lightsaber in this series? Just putting up the flag that he's a Jedi, just waving it around everywhere. Do you think he actually ignite a lightsaber? Not knowing how the story goes, I don't know. I could see it I in flashbacks. Like if they do it... flashbacks, yes, hands well, yeah, down. That. Present day flashbacks. For sure. I I don't know. I feel like if somebody finds him in an isolated incident, you know what I mean? Like, somebody finds him in a cave in Tatooine. Yeah. There's no harm in it. As but long as I, he, I feel like, you know, ends things, yeah. yeah <laughs> no which, witnesses. I mean, he, to to <laughs> be fair, Jedi he way. is Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi, which a lot of people underestimate Obi-Wan as a Jedi, I guess, because they don't think about it thoroughly. Obi-Wan's probably the most powerful Jedi that we see. Just in terms of what we see him actually accomplish. He's up there. Yeah, for sure. So, if he pulls out the lightsaber, he's going to finish things. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, he didn't once. Uh, to his credit, he thought he did. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, pretty he, damn sure he's going to burn alive. <laughs> he just didn't throw the rock on the horse's head. That's all. <laughs> like, he, like he, he did everything else. That's, that was just a... That was not a mistake in Jedi power. That was a mistake in judgment. So that's another question, too, is from a story's perspective, does Obi-Wan Kenobi 
know that Anakin Skywalker is alive at this point in the story? That's a good question. Oh, he might not know he's Vader yet. So that's what I was trying to think. Like in episode three, does Obi-Wan ever hear Anakin referred to as Darth Vader? No. And I think there's one instance. When he watches the security hologram of Anakin killing everybody, it ends with the Emperor saying, rise, Lord Vader. And that's when Anakin, like he sees him being Mm. almost like knighted. I think that's the only instance I could think of. So theoretically, if he connects the dots and starts hearing rumblings of someone called Darth Vader in the galaxy. Maybe he does piece it together. So wait, yeah, wait, he sees the knighting. I don't think, I don't think that was on video. No, there's, there's the, the hologram. Was it Yoda that saw that or was it just him? Did Yoda see it or did Yoda not share that with him? They were both there. I know they were both there, but I'm saying like Yoda told him not to look at it. Right. And then he turns it on anyway and watches it. Okay. Well, I guess my confusion is like Ahsoka, Ahsoka would be the one that would also know, I guess, like, whether she knows or not. And we see at the end of that season two of the Clone Wars is, like, she pretty much knew, but it was the confirmation that she gets there at at the end of season two that's, you know, that moment of... For Rebels. You said Clone Wars. You meant for Rebels. Sorry. Yes. Okay. It's Ahsoka. (laughs) Sorry. But I, I think when she gets that moment of clarity that... Or I guess it's not a moment of clarity. It's just like the realization that, yep, that's definitely, you can't deny it anymore. It's right. Anakin. I think that was a powerful moment because she didn't want to believe it, but she knew anyways. And I think that'd be a fun... Does he go through the same thing? Right. And I think that'd be a fun arc for Obi-Wan to go through in the series is either being aware and completely denying it and then trying to, you know, get to the bottom of it or f- just finding out and not knowing. I think would be like, how does he deal with that? I think would right. be a fun, fun thing to see. Well, not fun, like depressing and sad, but it would <laughs> well, make good for TV. We, yeah, we excellent television. We, we sort of see him go through that once already in in Revenge of the Sith. Right, but he thinks he he did the deed. Right, he thinks he thinks Anakin's he thinks dead. He, it's over. Right, but he's he's basically going to relive that whole like my brother has betrayed the cause. You know. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I I think it's pretty obvious. Like he knows that like Anakin swore to Palpatine, and he knows that he fucked Anakin up pretty good. And now there's this guy going around with all this shit tied to him, keeping him alive. That's serving Palpatine and has Force power. Like it's pretty obvious. I, yeah, I think an argument could be made there. Yeah, where it's like Ahsoka didn't see what Obi Wan did to Anakin. No, so. Her end of it was more like what happened to him. Yeah. Did he die in Order 66? Did, you know, what... She didn't have as concrete evidence that Obi-Wan does. And I thought that was part of, like, the the Star Wars lore, was that as far as the wider galaxy is concerned, Anakin Skywalker died in the Clone Wars or in Order 66. Mm Mm-hmm. So no one no one knows that Anakin Skywalker like the, the you know the the galaxy at large does not know Anakin Skywalker's Darth Vader. Yoda knew. Yo yeah, the select few, but as far as everybody's concerned Darth Vader is just a bad guy that's showed up somewhere when the empire took power and Anakin Skywalker the hero of the republic died during the clone wars. Well, I just mean like if Yoda knew, I assume Obi-Wan has to. 
Oh, you mean that Anakin survived? Well, yeah, that Anakin is Darth Vader. Like, he knows. Like, he's... Yoda knows. How does Yoda he know? Tells Luke, Yoda yeah, knows he... by, you know, Return of the Jedi and Empire and stuff like that. But in the 20-year gap between Revenge of the Sith and those movies, does he Do know the from the whole time? Of those... What? Does the events of Empire and Return of the Jedi let Yoda know? Because I feel like it's right at the beginning of Jedi when Yoda tells him, like, yes, he, his father, or your father, he is. I'm assuming by the time he goes to fight Darth Vader in Empire, Yoda knows that he's his dad. It's just information that he withheld from Luke. Right, that, well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like Yoda always knew is what I'm saying. Well... I don't feel like Yoda found out. I feel like Yoda just knew. Well, that's, I guess, the question that I would have, is when would Yoda find out? Either he knew from the Re Revenge of the Sith, which I don't I, I don't know if he would know that either, unless he figures it out in the time between Revenge of the Sith and Empire. Okay. I mean, he is Yoda. So yeah. It's... I'm not saying he's he wouldn't be able to figure that out. I just don't know if he knew off, from the off that's what happened. I don't mm -hmm. know how much, in, like, I assume that Yoda and Obi-Wan do not contact each other during in this gap between Revenge of the Sith and no. Yoda looks Hope. pretty isolated. Yeah. And Tatooine seems pretty isolated too. So unless they're force FaceTiming each other and stuff like that, I don't think they're talking to each other. <laughs> force FaceTiming. <laughs> For lack of but a better term. But they could transfer information between force ghosts, couldn't they? Well, I mean, at the same time, Talk I guess... one force you know, ghost that talks to another Jedi, like, you know. Well, even, even like, Last Jedi has established that if you really wanted to, you can communicate through the force to other people across the galaxy, so that could be a trick that they picked up at some point, and... Oh, true, yeah. But they were a dyad, though, so that's... <laughs> Here we get, yeah, all this, all the... Alright, we're gonna ignore the sequel trilogy <laughs> stuff for now. Yeah, no, it's fine, I just... Uh, the only other thing, like, I, I... So I love this trailer. I think it set the mood for exactly what the series should be and what I want it to be. I think it's awesome that way. Um... Seeing the Inquisitors in live action, I think, is a is a geek out moment for Star Wars fans. Um, and for anyone that may be listening to this and asking, what the hell is an Inquisitor? I'm going to point you to Star Wars Rebels, and I think you should definitely watch that show before this series comes out. Because I think it would maybe help you set the stage for what's coming and what to expect from some of these guys. Either that, or when the show wraps and you get a taste for what these guys do and what they are, definitely go from here to Rebels. Because I think that would be a good segue. To get you warmed up. And to be fair on that, I have to be honest. Like, I thought the Grand Inquisitor guy looked, I don't know, kind of like something out of Hellraiser. Yeah. And I, I feel like that, it didn't work for me on, like, this trailer look at it. We'll, we'll see when in the final series what it really looks like overall. Yeah. But the look I got in this trailer, I was not thrilled with how the Grand Inquisitor looked. The other Inquisitors, I thought, looked pretty cool. Yeah. It's, but that one specifically, I was like, eh. It is weird. Like, there's some there's some anime characters that make the jump to live action. I'm like, yes, finally, we're here. This looks good. But there's other ones where, like, I get so married to the animated style and actor of the character. Like, Ahsoka is still a leap for me to see Rosario Dawson in live action and not I'm so tied to Ashley Eckstein as, as Ahsoka that it's still a little bit it's, for me to get over that hump. And it's the voice. Like, it's, yes. You know, you've got how how long have we had Ahsoka voiced by Ashley Eckstein? Right. 20 years? And even, so it's, even the Grand Inquisitor, like, when he talks, I want to hear Jason Isaac's voice. And that already is starting to pull me out of it a little bit. So, I don't know. I'm I'm 
optimistic. Like I, I do, I think they're awesome characters and they're really cool. And I want to see what they do in live action. I swear to God, if they do that fucking, uh, lightsaber propeller bullshit that was in rebels, I'm going to riot because that stuff is <laughs> asinine. The and lightsaber it, copter. It's, it's going to look stupid as shit in live action. Cause it looked really shitty in animation too, but that's like my like, one. It pet was peeve. something that was like, it made no sense. No. And it still makes no sense. If they were able to do that with the Force, they don't need the lightsaber to do it. And if they're using the lightsaber to do it, it makes no sense yeah. because a lightsaber does not prepare. Like it has, it doesn't. That's not how. If, if there's one thing I could change work. in Rebels, the that's the one thing I would be like, nope, we're not doing this again. Take that out. Never going to see it again. Yeah, that was. It makes no sense. Um, but I don't know. I don't think I have anything else. I'm I'm very excited. I it's it's definitely a show we're going to talk about on the show whenever it comes out. Um. From here on out, I'm on media blackout. I am not watching shit for this thing <laughs> for the next three months. Three and I, a half months. I didn't even need the trailer, honestly. You told me Obi-Wan <laughs> series. Yeah. Like, I still remember. There's two things I want to say. One, I'll say first, I, I'm glad to see they got the actor back for Owen Lars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Great to see him back in the role. Even though, like, how minor was that for somebody that wound up actually having a pretty decent acting career after yeah. that? That was there for, like, two seconds in Star Wars. Um, very cool to see them back. I'm pretty sure they got the same name. actress for Aunt Peru as well. I did not see her in the trailer. I don't think she was in the trailer, but I think she's in oh, the show. Got it. Um, I, I I forget where I was going with the other part. Oh, sorry, I screwed you up. <laughs> no, no, I, like I screwed myself up. I was going down one lane, and then I. All right, we'll diverted. come back to you, Andy. You got anything else you want to? Any last thoughts for the trailer? Anything else you want to touch on? I don't think I have any last thoughts. I I just know that I'm really excited to see what it's going to do, where it's going to go, how it's going to tie into everything. Is it going to make you want to watch rewatch Rebels or try to finish Rebels between now and then? Possibly, yeah. Okay. We'll check back. See where you're at. I, I did remember okay. what I wanted to say. Is that I, I hope the series goes out on a better, like, note than it came in on so i can remember watching when they announced this you know the first time like people are in the room nobody knows that there's an obi-wan series gonna happen nobody knows ewan's there he doesn't say hello there when he comes out to the crowd <laughs> he like it's the perfect opportunity he just shine the light on him and just hello there <laughs> no they did they they didn't do that and i'm hoping that they can go out on a better series than they came in on because that was the perfect opportunity <laughs> You know, like, how much of bigger a crowd reaction you get if that happens? They they made up I, for it know. a little bit on their Twitter account. The official Obi-Wan Kenobi Twitter handle went live yesterday, and the first thing it said was, hello there. Well, that's what it should say. <laughs> and there was probably 20,000 responses of General Kenobi. <laughs> just right under it, just General Grievous, over and over and over again. Also, when I was scrolling through Twitter, finding the trailer, I also stumbled across, maybe because I was clicking on Star Wars and Kenobi stuff, but there was another Twitter account that was, literally the handle was, is the Kenobi trailer out yet? And <laughs> they were posting daily, just no, 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 it's not here. The day the trailer there dropped, was... you can see all the tweets of their brain melting as they watch the trailer, <laughs> and now they just have a pinned tweet that's in all caps that's basically like, yes, the trailer is out! <laughs> so that was like really a fun thing to look at the other day when the trailer dropped 
I, I have seen so many of them like that. I have not seen this particular Twitter account. Now I have to look for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely check it out and just just scroll through the feed of tweets. Like you can just you no, can no, see no, this no, person's no, 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 no. yeah yes. brain melting as the trailer comes out. I got a kick out of it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess that's it. We I think did pretty close to a half hour, maybe a little bit over. So not bad for us, I think. We'll see if we can if, if there's any other trailers that like we want to talk about that really kick us in the shit. Uh, for a while, maybe we'll try to get better at these. I mean, when the Ahsoka trailer comes out, we're gonna have to talk about that. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, maybe we, we can. Yeah, if we can try coming. to get some of these shorter one-off episodes on just trailers and shoot the shit for a little bit, that might be something we try to do a little bit more often. It's it's difficult because some of the trailers, it's like I don't want to see. So like, it's it's got to be the first one or none well, because after well, yeah, the first yeah, one. I mean... That that's when it's valid to talk about it. You like how often do you hear people going like, "Oh man, I can't wait to listen to that podcast about the third trailer that came out for this movie." Like it's just people don't give a shit at that point. They want to hear the first trailer, man. Usually when that third trailer comes out, it's like a week away from release, so there's no point in talking about that trailer. <laughs> that's my point. Um all right. That is it for us. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook. Search Brygan and Super Friends or go to facebook.com/brygasuperfriends. You can send us questions, comments, topics, suggestions, any of that stuff there. Try to email us, brygasuperfriends at gmail.com. I probably won't check it, but, you know, send send to your heart's content. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, at BGSuperFriends. That we'll respond to, that we will see. Uh, feel free to follow me on Twitch, Jedi Bryguy, uh, Jedi with an I, Bry with a Y. If we decide to do any live shows, we will do them there. If uh, you want to check me out streaming whenever I decide to do that, that will be done there. Uh, and that's it for us. On behalf of Andy, Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.